This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Clap, 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 clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands Podcast. Hosted by Elliot Shore Parks and Kyle Newbeck. Here they come. So last night after the game, uh, me and Kristen watched uh, Chris Rock's special Selective Outrage. And maybe at the end of the pod, we can talk about that. But the reason yeah. I thought about that while you were going was... I think sometimes there is extreme like selective outrage on when you want to like label a coach something and when you want to give them credit for something. Because to your point about them fighting back, right? We don't believe, or I, I'll speak for myself. I don't believe they have it in them to fight back. And why? It's because I don't view them as a team that tries hard. And who catches the blame for that? Doc Rivers. But if we want to look at the facts, if, if it was a coach that people liked, right? We would sit here and go, they play hard for Doc, and it's evident by the fact that they make a ton of fourth-quarter comebacks. I've covered Eagles teams with Doug Peterson where they made fourth-quarter comebacks, and they were really good in December, and it was, well, Doug's a great coach, and they play hard for him, and what a great culture they have. It's the exact same thing. The Sixers consistently come back in these games. If people like Doc Rivers, right, and the the, the narrative would be, man, they play hard for this guy. Look at it. It's selective. Like, you you, you pick and choose based off how you feel about the guy how you want to give them credit. So I think your point about why people don't believe that they're going to come back, me included, is probably related to Doc somewhat, and it's not fair. I think it's probably time we actually embrace ourselves as a pro-Doc Rivers podcast. Do you think, do you think I, we So could? I won't go that far because I had my gripes with him last night. But to your point, I, I think there's, there's a lot of nuance lost because everyone just wants to – this is the guy to blame, or this is the reason they right. lost this game instead of, well, it, it's a lot of things happening all at the same time where I, I've used the analogy before, but it's so hard to compare basketball and football or treat it the same when football, every play is a structured designed play, right? Yeah. It's a stoppage between each play. The coach calls it into the quarterback or the coordinator calls it into whoever the defensive captain is and they set up how they set up right whereas in basketball you're going six minutes at a time where it's free-flowing action and it's it's on the guys in the middle of the floor to figure things out and so it's just hard for a coach to like moment to moment be like well we gotta stop this like but at the same time if you look at all these fourth quarter comebacks and you see the Sixers making adjustments again like Joel being on Giannis, if you want to argue, he should have been defending him for longer periods of that game or from the start of the game to avoid the Brook Lopez problem. I think that's an argument you could make. But then Doc is also rewarded for it. People want to bench George Niang. Why is he on the floor? Why is he doing yeah, this? Why is he doing that? Doc sticking with his guy and empowering him and saying, I don't give a shit that you're in a slump. 
you're one of our shooters and you're a valuable piece in this matchup. And George Niang rewards him for that. Like part of coaching is getting guys out of those slumps and empowering them with the confidence. Like this is what I was talking about recently with Maxi. With Maxi having bad games, it was, well, Doc ruined him and it's his fault. And why is yeah. he playing? Why is he ben- coming off the bench? By the same token, if you believe that, then Doc deserves like 50% of the credit for George Niang having that quarter because a lot of other people would have said, Daniel House Jr. had a good game on Wednesday. Niang should be out of the rotation and can't play against these guys. Meanwhile, Doc says, no, this is a guy that I want to get out of this you know, tough stretch that he's in. And he plays his way out of it. He's a critical piece of getting that win last night. So we can't just like every game is a referendum on Doc made this decision and he should be fired because of that. Like, yeah, he's not perfect. And I think there are a lot of things like, again, the staggering in the first half that he didn't do. I didn't like that. That sort of stuff in the playoffs will matter more. And those little small micro decisions that Doc's made that Doc makes will absolutely play a huge role in whether they're able to win the title or not. So but I think people really miss the big picture with this guy. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, Well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So it'll play a role for sure. But I actually think if you look, I mean, last year's Sixers team is kind of a perfect example, right? Nick Nurse in the first round. Everybody's like bending over for him. Oh, he's such an amazing coach. What a great guy, blah, blah, blah. They lost in six to that team, right? Why? Because he doesn't have any really great players on that roster. If you look in the past years, right? Doc has lost to probably coaches that are without question worse than him, right? But the difference is in past years, his players haven't stepped up. And the difference in the game last night is not, again, that, you know, Doc took him beat out with one minute to go in the second quarter or that, to your point, like he didn't adjust quick enough. The difference in last night's game is that Embiid and Harden were awesome, like point blank period. That's what it's going to come down to. So you're right that there's going to be moments in the playoffs that will be high impact moments where Doc's going to have to make the right decision. But those high impact moments will be directly created by how well Embiid and Harden play. Like if Embiid and Harden play like they did last night, and I know it's unfair to expect that. They were like the first teammates in forever to do what they did. So you're not going to get that every night. But those two players are capable of it. If those two players play to their potential, Doc really won't matter. There will be moments that will matter. But ultimately, if Embiid and Harden play to their best potential, we're not going to be sitting here at whenever the playoffs end and go, well, Doc, blah, blah, blah. No, it'll be like if Embiid and Harden are great, then they're, then it won't really matter what Doc does to an extent. I'm not completely diminishing it, but to an extent. I mean, dude, it's always the players. It always has been and it yeah. always will be. There are like I'm making these numbers up on the fly here, but to me, there are maybe any given season, there are maybe 
three to five legitimate difference making coaches in the entire league. Well, then there's probably Popovich. people love Popovich. The Spurs have been terrible I was, for years. And that was <laughs> the point I was going to make. Like Greg Popovich, Hall of Fame coach, awesome basketball yeah. mind. Like it deserves every piece of credit that he's ever gotten is awesome. Doesn't have the players in San Antonio and they suck. Like <laughs> yeah, irrelevant. That, for years, by the way, too. Not like one year. Does, like straight up does not matter. Doesn't have the players, doesn't have the horses. Like that. That's the reality of the yeah. NBA. You don't have the talent or your talent doesn't step up. You are not going to win. It just doesn't matter. And so I get like, look, because the Sixers have the talent, I understand why people are so focused on the head coach, right? Because they don't want to see an opportunity wasted because of the head coach. And look, we might get to the playoffs and Doc makes bad decisions and screws up and they're still over helping off of three point shooters and they're not staggering and, you know, go on down the list of, of the potential concerns you have with doc, or maybe for no reason at all with Paul Reed playing well, Montrez Harrell comes back in the rotation, and, right. you know, everybody loses their minds, whatever the issue is. If we get to that point, we can criticize doc and say, yes, he played a role in this loss and, and them going out early, whatever it is. But until then, I don't think it is worth a lot of time and energy to just be angry about the coach all the time because the single biggest driving force of every game is Joel Embiid. Number two is James Harden. And those guys are ultimately going to decide if the Sixers are a title-winning team or just the same old team that they've been. And look, as I've been saying throughout this podcast and across many episodes this year, they have been those guys. They look like they can be those guys. They have to do it against Boston, which is now like the, the last hurdle, I guess, they have to clear before the season ends. But against everyone else and really for basically this entire season, they have met every challenge that is coming up.